millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand. No. Biggest meltdown in Stanley Cup playoff history was is now owned by the Calgary Flames. Up 3-0. Got it in the bag. Trying to stave off elimination. And then... That is soiling the sheets right there. Oh, yeah. How about that? I just want to talk about Vegas for a second. Obviously. Our 10th city for We're viewership, I guess, yeah. in the top also 10 my buddy is Las Vegas. He's in they Frisco get it and in Vegas. Well, they get it. And too they many. get it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome, everybody, to the RP Show. Darren, what were we saying about trolling I know. in the pregame right. meeting? We were talking about and that. And I said, I don't troll Calgary. And then they play that. How about that? How about that? How about that? <laughs> Thank you, Rick Regan. Hope you're up on Adam in Wichita, Kansas today. The uh, big voice guy here at the RP Show. We're taking flight. Episode number 474 of Canada's daytime sports talk show is on the air talking a lot of Canadian sports. I see on the screen we are live. The Prairie Mobile text line is charged up and ready to go. Waiting to hear from you wherever you may be. Watching or listening from today, write us, 306-840-8777. That's 840-8777. If you text me now, we won't necessarily get to it now, but we've got viewer takeover segments coming up later on in the day. And a lot to talk about today with guests Craig Smith, our director of scouting, two-time Grey Cup champion to be with us. I just want to say he nailed his picks last year on the NFL draft. We'll see if he does it again when he joins us here in block two. And in hour two, the Toronto Argonauts director of player personnel, John Murphy, who does all kinds of American media appearances this week uh, leading into the NFL draft. Murph will join us. His Twitter is at DraftJM. Uh, he, he is an interesting story when it comes to personnel and drafting and stuff. So I'll let Murph uh, tell you when, it, when he joins us in hour two. How are you doing, Moose? I'm doing great. Yeah. It was a big party in here yesterday. Um, who was it? Was it Clark that cleaned it all up? Thanks, Clark. We had gift bags left over there and pizza stuff. And oh, yeah. I don't know what the occasion was other than Wednesday. It's just a Wednesday around here. <laughs> I know. It's, it's so much fun. It's the locker, uh, locker talk, locker room talk. All right. Let's go to the quick six show topics, please, Director Jordan. Please and thank you. Uh, Wednesday NHL leftovers. Let me bring uh, this up on my Twitter so I don't forget any of them. Oh, yeah, I tasked you and Clark to watch the Leaf game last night. That's right. Well, how about that? Wasn't much of a game. What did it end? 4-1? Yeah. 
They beat Montreal 4-1. There was no playoff intensity no. in, in that game. There really wasn't. Kind of disappointing. It was it was very disappointing to the to the point where it loosely had my attention for most of the game, right? It was it was one of those where you catch yourself drifting off to somewhere else. Uh, and, and you watch the whole game, and the Leafs played okay, and, you know, it was a tough one for Montreal. When you score on the first shot of the game, and it's, it was downhill from there for Montreal, they played okay in terms of, you know, playing the game, you know, uh, time of possession, all those little things, but... Yeah, it just was not it for me. Uh, by the way, just some of our viewers, this is the interactive portion of this show. My wife and I went for a walk last night just before the Oilers-Jets game, and I said, what hasn't changed for our show, 474 episodes in, it's mind-blowing that you can be watching and get a message to the guy in the screen back to you. For instance, Cody writes in, he says, Morning, Rod, Darren, and Clark, watching from rainy Spru- Spruce Grove, Alberta, Great sports day today with the Battle of Alberta and the NFL draft tonight. This is a guy, Cody, that wrote us last week, and he said, I discovered your show over a month ago on Game Plus TV and haven't missed an episode since because you actually taught, you're the only show that talks Canadian sports. So thank you, Cody. I wanted to get that in there. Good. And one of our sponsors, uh, Darnell from Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions, says, finally some time for me to tune into the show. So good morning, Dar. And to Rocks from Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions, who sponsor the program, but also the Rockstar of the Day. Uh, incidentally, the Rockstar of the Day yesterday was Jim Clubber Lang, Canada's foremost NFL expert. You think it might be Christmas for him today? Oh, yeah. I'm not done yet. So the Jets last night, we watched the game. It was a better effort. What did it end up? 3-1, I think. McDavid had three points for the oil. It was a better effort, but the orders right now look unstoppable. Unstoppable, And right now it's looking like if these two teams line up in the first round, it's going to be a short series. And do you believe that a big save early in a game or a post can change the entire complexion of a game? Completely. Okay. So do I. Jets fans, tell me, who was it that Koskinen robbed last night? Was it Kyle Connor in the opening couple of minutes? It was that what I did to you on the outdoor rink. Remember, That's, you thought yes. you scored. And oh, I just, yeah. And it, if you can put the camera, it's the goalie trick. You look down and up and you just go, boop, with your stick like this. Put it back and stop it. That happened. And then a couple minutes later, the orders come down and score. And it's you just see the Jets have no confidence. They're making mistakes in all three zones. And I don't know if they're going to get it back now. I don't know. But Miko Koskinen had the game of his life. Every time the Jets threatened, they pushed. Here's another one. What was the term that I heard from Kevin Sawyer last night on the TSN broadcast? It was a low event period. Like, I love Kevin Sawyer. Called his games with the Spokane Chiefs when he played. Coached there. I don't even. I need a Kevin Sawyer dictionary. Puck management, low event period, three on three at the blue line, bumper zone. What the hell language is he speaking? <laughs> and most of the analysts are getting it that way. It's not just Kevin Sawyer. But. I know, right? And it's, it's the new language of hockey. And we're going to have to tune in. Why do they do this? We have to adapt, Rod. We're going to have to adapt or we're going to be left behind. So I think that's going to be important. Is that what it is? Yeah, we have to adapt or we'll be. But, but I'm not ready. Um, but, yeah, that co- the Koskinen save, the save is one thing. But then scoring shortly after, that's like the dynamite blow, right? Like that's the, the big shot to the gut that's like, oh, it's going to be this kind of night. And your confidence isn't there. And then you're in that mindset. And that takes the wind out of the sails. A big save. Maybe, okay, we can still keep pushing. 
But they get the save at one end, they get the break at the other, and they score. It was over. Uh, A fragile team can't withstand something like that in the first period. A confident team can. You just said it. So can somebody do a glossary, a dictionary of new millennium hockey terms? It would help me out a lot in my role. And throw in there a top six forward and a bottom four defenseman and all the things we had fun with a couple weeks ago talking about this. Sometimes I wonder what I'm watching. Uh, James Henderson... I'm not sure why I'm ringing the bell, but James in Borden, Manitoba, writes in and says, I wonder, sorry, he goes, I don't care if Paul Maurice is the nicest, smartest guy in North America. He's lost the team. If you're happy with mediocrity, then he's your man. Can I just say this in defense of Paul Maurice? And I told you why I'm fans of him yesterday. Um, The players have to do it. Paul Maurice can't go out there and do it. I think he's done his job. He can't get them to stop making mistakes. He can't get them to play defense if they don't want to. So I'm, 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 I'm not on the fire Paul Maurice bandwagon. I'll also say this. Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, have won 10 in a row. Just pointing that out there. And uh, the Canada game, I have not yet. Nobody's told me yet how to watch more than one game at once. And it really sucked last night that Canada was playing Latvia at the exact same time as the orders and the Jets. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'd flip over saying. at the end of the period, and there's 47 seconds left in the period of the other game. So That's useless, yeah. It's well, how do you like, watch two games at once? I haven't... I know. Unless you have two screens. You need two screens, and even then, you know, you want to know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a good one for Canada. I didn't watch much of it either. Couldn't. You know, you're trying to... Even when the Leafs game was over, I want to watch the Jets game. Right? So... Yeah, it's it was, okay when it's a doubleheader, but concurrent not. Anyways, here's what I – there's some hate out there for Connor Bedard. Well, of course there's going to be because he's doing great things. That's what haters do. They try and drag down people that are doing great things. We know that, right? They're insignificant people that have done nothing with their lives, so they want to pull down somebody who's doing great things. Connor Bedard, two assists last night in a 4-2 Canadian win over Latvia. I got mail coming in here, people saying, Rod, he doesn't stand out. Rod, he's too small. He'll never make it. Listen, zip it. Shut up. He's 1.5 points a game as an underage in the world under 18s, and they're 2-0. And if you think that they didn't beat Latvia by enough, go jump in the lake or go have a walk or a nap or whatever, but get away from me. Didn't win by enough. The soul Canadian. When it comes to hockey. No, and, and it is. It is. And now, you know, it's just, I don't like that mindset. You won the game. You know, did you play well? Are you happy with the process? Yes. And yeah, they just ended up beating a bigger hockey power a lot worse than they did against Latvia. But Latvia is there for a reason. They played Canada strong. I mean. Sucks when the other team tries. Yeah, right. <laughs> It happens. We only beat them 3-1 last year in the, in the tournament or in 2019. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's my thought on that. Canada's got a day off today before they play. Is it Finland tomorrow, I think? Yeah. Uh, we'll figure that out tomorrow. So, point two now. It is NFL draft day. And when I say draft day, I mean round one. And are you going to be ordering pizza, Four Seasons, Papa John's, whatever we get inundated with with commercials for the NFL to watch round one because it's a thing. And tomorrow we'll probably spend more time on a football Friday on the mechanics of the draft and talk about what goes on tonight in round one. God knows you're getting enough coverage everywhere else. 
But in 1980 was when ESPN broadcast the draft for the first time. It had been going since 1936. And it was a bunch of old white guys sitting around a table in a hotel boardroom just calling names. Kind of boring. And ESPN said, hey, can we come in and televise this? And the NFL's like, ah, it's Paul Tagliabue, or Pete Rizzell at the time. The commissioner goes, it's kind of boring. I don't think you want to do it. ESPN said, leave that to us. And they turned it into what it is now, a three-day extravaganza. And uh, I compare that to the CFL draft, which I'm not sure will ever be sexy. I'm not sure it'll ever be sexy. But it's still important. But we'll spend more on that tomorrow because that'll be an actual football Friday. Uh, To point three, the Manny Show has signed in the Indoor Football League. And I think people don't give the Indoor Football League its due. Go Google it. They got teams all over America from Bismarck to Frisco, Texas. I think San Diego has a team. Um, Emmanuel Arsenault, CFL star. Probably not a Hall of Famer, I don't think. He's pretty good. Oh, yeah. He is signed in the Arena League in America. And uh, the three down broke the story today. Way to go, Justin. If you read the story, I don't know if you saw it. He said that he would look at coming back to the CFL if they play. But the Indoor Football League, maybe they got to look at getting these guys on television. I think in a case of Manny Arsenault, he's in Dallas anyways, He's obviously doing something else for a job because CFL players haven't been paid for a year and a half. How many people realize these guys haven't gotten a paycheck in a year and a half from the Canadian Football League? You're not playing in the indoor football league to get rich. Why are you doing it? To play football. And Martavis Bryant, I'm sure if it's the same league or not, he's playing in Massachusetts. Is it the Arena Football League? You guys help me out with that. But, you know... I just think it's exciting. Does it not make you want to watch, follow it a little bit? It does when there's players that we know yeah, and people we have a rooting interest for. I, I'm in, right? That'll make me want to watch it. I mean, you'll, you'll always get the crowd that I'll watch football no matter what at any level. And that's how we are about hockey in this country. But when you have players to follow, it's a lot easier to go and want to watch those games. And they want to be on the field. Players want to play. You've said that before. And, you know, you have a limited time to play the game. Right? Mm-hmm. You can only play for so long, so take advantage of as many snaps as possible, and that's clearly what those guys are doing. Monte in Saskatoon says it. He says, finds a job. The Manny Show has found a job playing in pro football, which is the indoor football league, so we'll be following that. Dean Ticks watching. He says, there's an IFL team here in Green Bay, the Green Bay Blizzard. So I think if you spend any time in or around football, you got a pretty good idea of who those teams are in that league. And I say kudos to Manny Arsenault. He's signed with the Frisco Fighters. Uh, James on YouTube. James Thrice. You guys got to remind me where you're from. James, I think he's in Oklahoma. He says, I love the indoor arena football game. And I had said, uh, how many years ago has it now that I said my dreams to start a prairie indoor football league from winnipeg to calgary spring ball indoors for graduating canadian players and any americans that want to come up will play pay you 500 bucks a game i've kind of lost my fire for that this is where i want to what i want to build yeah but my director of scouting would be craig smith yep I would have him rate everybody, have a draft. And, hey, you've played new sports football. Maybe you played NCAA. You want to continue your, your career? Come play in our arena league. And we play in Medicine Hat and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. 
We play in Red Deer. We play in Winnipeg. We bus it from Winnipeg to Edmonton, and we just have a big old time. Somebody else needs to do that, though. We had a news conference here in Regina probably 10 years ago. The North American Indoor Football League was going to put a franchise right here in the sweatpants capital. We are all excited. Never heard from him again. Came and went. and <laughs> Grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> they roll in big press conference, and they realize, you know, okay, we're not coming back, I guess. Armando watching in Mexico City says, I actually find the Spring League more interesting. Bunch of former XFLers there. Well, you got to make your name somewhere. I find it all interesting. And I think we all do. Um, moving on. Some great comments coming in here today, by the way. Hey, Brady. How about this one? He writes in, how about them Habs last night? Pretty, pretty good. Go Habs, go. On Monday, Brady, you said the Montreal Canadiens were embarrassing. So, pick a lane. Always being sarcastic. I'm sorry. Sarcasm doesn't come across in print. Oh, yeah, they lost last night 4-1. Okay, you're staying on that side. I got you. But when Montreal upsets the Leafs in the playoffs? Are you going to stay on that side? Probably not. (laughs) Sorry, Brady. I misunderstood you. We got to hurry up. Smitty's in. Uh, Point four, George Springer, 0 for 4 in the Blue Jays uh, debut for him last night. It was one game. Bigger concern is a 9-2 loss to the Washington Nationals, and Steven Matz got blown up. Can't start him against Washington. Yeah. He's now 1-9 all time, I think, against the Nats. Yeah, you just... Yeah, everybody's got their kryptonite. Yeah, could we not start somebody else? Yeah. You have to, you know, every team is just not another team. Charlie Montoya, where were you on that one? Yeah. Swing and a miss. Jay's off today. But they split with Washington. They're still either splitting or winning series. They're 11 and 12. How about that? Uh, and point five, the Dub Hub wraps up. It wrapped up last night. K- kind of interesting. I'm enjoying what's going around on social media. The photo of the Wee Kings, they all gathered around the Subway Cup. I guess we jumped the gun Sunday when we announced they'd won the Subway Cup because they clinched it. They did. Because we were, we were paying attention very closely. I guess the rest of the world wasn't. But last night, they lost and still clinched the cup. I know. Whatever. Like, you know, and they did the celebration on the line and stuff. How, like, I know it's tough. Like, how do you celebrate after you've lost a game? That can be tough, right? But uh, it looked pretty fun. Braden, you saw the video. Oh, Braden yeah. Schneider went and took the Subway Cup over to the fans that were in attendance, the Wheat Kings fans, right? They had cardboard cutouts in the corner, and he raised it in front of them so they could see it. And it seemed like the players had some fun with it, at least. So that was good. Yeah, but I'm just saying... Normally, you'd celebrate Sunday night. You should have, yeah. That's what the baseball teams do. Yeah. Right? With the ski gog. Ski gog. Whatever. Way to go, Brandon. And it was a lot of fun. Kudos to everybody that pulled it off. The Western Hockey League, the WHL East teams. And, uh, yeah, our night ended Tuesday along with Winnipeg Ice. And it is now summertime. But uh, bravo to everybody involved. We're going to break and come back with our director of scouting, Craig Smith. Uh, the warm-up is brought to you, as you know, by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Calling up the text here from, your, from the Greek Freak. Order a fabulous Four Seasons pizza and your favorite beverage for takeout and delivery. One-stop shopping, call or order online. The NFL has made the draft a TV event, and it's tonight. So set yourself up from the Four Seasons. And our director of scouting, Craig Smith, joins us next to talk NFL draft and CFL draft. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash.
at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. This podcast is brought to you by Danette May and Mindful Health LLC, featuring Danette May's top superfood product from her Earth Echo Foods line, Cacao Bliss. Nothing feels better than being able to enjoy rich, smooth, creamy chocolate and knowing you're doing something good for your body. We start with 100% organic cacao beans that are naturally kissed by the sun, maintaining its miraculous health benefits. Then we blend it with turmeric, MCT oil, coconut, Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon and black pepper for the perfect blend to make you feel the best you ever have. The result? Fall in love with a truly decadent, healthy, guilt-free chocolate, removing your cravings, facilitating weight loss, boosting your energy, and reducing your inflammation with one simple drink. Not only that, it's friendly to paleo, gluten-free, keto, vegan, and vegetarian diets. For the last eight years, we have been a leader in the superfoods market and are proud to have served millions of customers worldwide. We're offering up to 15% off when you use code MINUTE15 at earthechofoods.com slash Minute Media. Follow us on Twitter at May and at Earth Echo Foods. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, We're getting ready for round one of the NFL draft tonight. There's some news there, and I'm going to read it. Thanks, Pinks, for sending it in. I just had mentioned my dream of an indoor Canadian football league. My God, if any country is cut out for indoor football, it's here. And from our viewer, and by the way, Craig Smith would be my director of scouting for that, identifying all the players and ranking them. Nelson Hakowicz, our VP of football, Sim Football says the CIFL could be a great feeder development league for the CFL. Give global players and bubble guys some reps. Jeff Cabellas in Winnipeg says indoor arena league is another football alternative. If they televise games, I'd watch. Love any football. And from hours before round one of the NFL gets going, the draft, Pink's uh, telling us the 49ers have offered the Packers the third overall pick this year's draft plus other picks and a number of other roster players, including Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, for Aaron Rodgers. The Packers have turned it down, as per Bill Michaels. And that's a great place to start. I'll say it again as we uh, bring in Craig Smith, our director of scouting, who nailed last year's draft very well. Kudos to you, Smitty. Uh, Your thoughts on that? And Would you be turning down that package for Aaron Rodgers? I wouldn't trade Aaron Rodgers for the world, that's for sure. I'd... Let him be a Packer for the rest of his career, and I think that uh, I think he probably will. Obviously, last year when they they drafted Love, you know, he got his nose out of joint. But what did he do? Took him to the NFC Championship game, and if things are a little different at the end, they're going to the Super Bowl. So, Rodgers to me is a keeper. I guess a motivated, ticked off Aaron Rodgers is the best Aaron Rodgers, and it worked. But hey. But here's the thing. There's a trade proposal, Smitty, and you've been around you've been around the draft table, the war rooms for years. Why is it these trades go right to the last day? Like if you wanted to make that trade, why wouldn't they do it last week or make the pitch? Why does it always come down 
to deadline day or when you're sitting at the draft uh, table? That's a good question. You know, I think a lot of times, you know, guys are, they've got the draft board and they're thinking about what they're going to do with regards to the draft. And then, um, you know, what about trades? What about this? What about that? And you never know this, this could have, you know, been brewing for a while. They've been talking with regards to the Bridgewater deal. They said that that, that was going on for a bit. So who knows, you know, there could be talks and it just doesn't come, come out. And, and, uh, you know, so uh, I, I think, you never know what's happening. Like I always say, the you know, professional football, it's like watching a duck uh, swimming, except for the beneath, or, you know, the, the, the crazy, but that's, that's pro football. Yeah, well, that's what I'm reading a lot is a lot of lie. They're calling it lying, but it's more like misinformation. Because honestly, Craig, you've done these interviews. You've worked for how many teams? The media wants to know, what are you going to do? What are you looking at? As if you're going to say, like, I'm sure the GMs would prefer to not do any interviews leading up to the draft. Well, you know, you know, if I when I was with any of those teams, if I said anything and some somebody found that out, my uh, my bum would be out of a job. That's just the way, you know, it it works. And, you know, it'd be nice to, you know, to give the fans more information. But, you know, it's it's a tough thing with regards to that. But uh yeah, it's uh, it's very secretive all over the place. I'm looking at this, by the way, 6 p.m. tonight is when it starts. Mountain time, where we reside on ABC, ESPN, and the NFL Network. So, for spits and giggles, have you done a mock draft, Smitty? How do you expect, say, the top five to go? Well, obviously, the first two are locked, as far as I'm concerned, and I think you know, just hearing, I've I been mean, watching a ton of stuff either on NFL Network or, you know, uh, uh, online. And, uh, you know, Lawrence and Wilson, it seems like, you know, that's a lock. That's going to be a done deal. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm happy for both those teams. Like I said on, on uh, Clark and Max's show, I said, you know, Lawrence, when I seen him that, that first year, uh, I could I would have taken him then. You know, he was young. And he, he still had a couple more years to go. So Lawrence was, you know, is definitely the number one. Wilson's very interesting. He does so many things. He's got athleticism. He throws the ball well. Um, you know, so that's, you know, I think those two are good. Then we come to San Francisco. You know, there's been so much talk. Okay, what's going to happen? Is it going to be Mac Jones? Is it going to be uh, uh, Trey Lance? Is it going to be Fields? It depends on what they want. You know, I mean, Mac Jones is not an athletic guy. Who cares? I mean, he has enough athleticism. Um, throws the ball well, uh, more of a touch passer. And, you know, in, in the CFL, we had one of the best touch passers that would, I would take at forever was Ricky Ray and uh, a smart. Um, obviously, he had excellent, excellent targets. But, you know, he, he is a, he's a darn good quarterback. So are they going to go with him? Or are they going to go with a little more athletic guy? I don't know if you saw Lance and Fields uh, pro days. I mean, it was a, like the people were saying, you know, the ball just explodes off their hand. Uh, Fields, I brought this up the other day. You know, his first game back, he was the guy that petitioned to try to get back. Uh, the Big Ten wasn't playing, and they, they got back. His first game back was against Nebraska, went 21-22, 267. Um, accuracy galore. Then the toughness that he, he showed when he took that hit from the Clemson player. I thought he was done. Came back, led them to a, a big victory. Then he played the next week. I mean, you know, there's just so many different things. And his ability to run, I think, what did he run, a 4-4-6 or something like that? Such an amazing athlete. 
you know, I, I kind of think of, look, what, what, what does Baltimore have? They have a, a, a kid that is an amazing athlete and run like the wind. But I think, you know, I know, Fields to me is a heck of a lot better passer. Now, Jackson, he was an MVP. Now, can, can Fields come in and do the same? You know, and from what my the reports I heard, is just a great kid. And Lance, I'm partial to that NDSU program. I've been to the Fargo Dam. I scouted them. I, I loved Wentz. Now, the, the, not last year, the year before 2019, he didn't throw an interception. Now, I don't think that's ever happened in, in NCAA top-level football. 28 touchdowns, zero interceptions, just amazing. And, and again, he's not as fast as, as Fields, but he's like a 4-6. And so there's athleticism. He's got a gun. He hasn't played much. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, and, and, and then... If I may, from our viewers, uh, Alan, the intern, the Asian sensation, says, hey, Craig, which Canadian do you think will go off first in the draft? Because last year you said Chase Claypool second round, and you nailed that one. Who do you think it's going to be this year? To me, it's a lock. Uh, Javantes Holland, uh, a kid that played at Oregon. He's from the, the West Coast. I know his father, Robert Holland, who played in the CFL, was with BC Lions. When I was with the BC Lions early in the in the 2000s, he, he was training kids just, just a galore. He was great. He, he, he just worked hard with kids trying to get them better. Now he's got a son, and the projection for him, uh, for, for, for uh, Holland, is a second-round pick. And, and that, that's, that's pretty darn high, but the kid has loads of ability. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Smitty, what about this, though? Chuba Hubbard, what a uh, mercurial person he is. Uh, didn't have the best year this year. He's dropped from third to fifth in the CFL prospect rankings. Does he get his name called this weekend in the National Football League? And would you take him if you were a CFL team? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the kid had a way better year the year before. Um, I can't remember how many, was it 1,700 yards or something like that? I watched a bunch of Oklahoma State games this year, and they, they used two backs, and I was really surprised at that. You know, I figured, why not, why not feed the Hubbard? And, and But they didn't. They had another guy, and the other guy was pretty good too. So I guess they just wanted to do that and, you know, keep the guy fresh. And so that's why his production wasn't as high. But that kid, he's definitely going to be drafted maybe fourth round. But, uh, yeah, what, what, a, what a fantastic – and what a story, you know, coming from Edmonton and – all of a sudden, one team, you know, got him down. He, he, well, I think there were other teams, but he, he, he really liked Oklahoma State, which when you think of it, wow, he chose that. But, um, yeah, great, great story. And, and uh, absolutely, uh, I would take him. Even down, you know, he may never, you know, just like Ruben Mays or what happened to him. But, um, yeah, definitely take him in the CFL draft for sure. Interesting question here from Nelson Hackowitz. He says, maybe Craig can shed some light on the relationship between U Sports and the CFL. It seems rocky compared to the NFL-NCAA relationship, and it's part of what is holding the CFL draft back from becoming an event. I don't think that's what's holding it back, but I've, I've always thought the CFL and U Sports had a, had a really good relationship, I mean, unless I missed something. No, you haven't missed anything. You know, when I was... When I was, well, everywhere, but especially with Saskatchewan, Brendan Temin made sure that we had a great relationship with everybody across Canada. And, um, and you know, he, he sent me everywhere, and I made a point. I think that I have a good enough personality to, uh, you know, to uh, represent a team very, very well, went in and, and, 
you know, when you're a guest, you got to make sure that you're a guest and you're not overstepping your boundaries. You ask where you can go, you be polite and all that kind of stuff. And I made sure of that we had a great relationship with, with all those. And, and it's easy, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. I keep on telling, you know, I'd go to the NFL and do the NFL scouting for four or five, six weeks, and then come home for and get a cup of tea or something like that. And then I'd head out on the road starting in September and then go right until uh, then you cup. So, um, it's amazing how many people that I know right across Canada with U Sport, and I don't think the thing about the um, you, the draft is it's not like the NFL. And I said this on on Clark's show the other day. It's when you're um, in the NFL and you're getting players getting drafted, those guys can come in and they can make immediate impact, and and uh, you have the ability to take a look at a lot of these guys because a lot of those games are on TV and, and you know. With with U Sport, they're not, and I, I really wish that they could. You know, I I bought the Canada West. I bought two packages. If there was two games on one night, they wouldn't allow me to watch two games with one package. So I bought two packages. So I get <laughs> you know my setup here, and and so I'd watch it. You know, so it, it, it's it's not it, it's an impact and it's extremely important, but it, it's not like the NFL. You know, so that yeah, we, we had a great relationship with with U Sport. That's what I thought. You know what, Smitty, I'm going to let you go, but here's the thing. There's a, you're a hot commodity for interviews this time of year because of your knowledge, of course, and you're great at this. But next, let's bring them back next week, Clark, if you don't mind, and we will talk CFL draft leading up to Tuesday nights, and we'll recap what's gone on this weekend. Deal? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Smitty. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. You're looking great, by the way. How are you feeling? Good. 191 pounds. I've been, you know, getting better, getting stronger. I need to get stronger, my legs and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Oh, great. Good to hear, man. Thank you. Enjoy the uh, yeah. enjoy the draft. Craig Smith, our yeah, director, you. our director of uh, scouting, which uh, health problems unfortunately derailed his uh, scouting career, but he's back stronger than ever, or at least getting close to stronger than ever, and uh, he'll be back scouting professionally soon. Let's take a break. We can do that now, right? And we'll come back more with Moose DuPont and a sports update and viewer takeover and all the rest. It's the RP Show you're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Sudsville Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Moose DuPont's here too. And uh, it's draft week. There he is. Hello. Where did the moose go? Oh, it's over there. Okay. Got moved for our uh, pizza party. (laughs) Hey, pizza first. Pizza first. I got to stop eating pizza. Sorry to the pizza people. Four out of five days of pizza and the, the, the scale reflected it today. So hey, it happens. It, it does. Uh, by the way, from the viewers, Paul Charbonneau, former assistant coach with the Montreal Alouettes and Winnipeg Blue Bombers, writes in and says, awesome show. Thank you, Coach Charbonneau. I feel like we just scratched the surface with Smitty, but we got to move. The show goes fast. Right? Real fast. We got a lot of good info, though, out of Smitty, and he'll come back next week. Um Jeff, the Stamps fan, says the show TSN had for the CFL draft wasn't fancy, but it worked for me. 
I remember a year ago in these pandemic times, I remember that. I, we said we put the CFL draft up against ESPN's coverage of the NFL draft. Both were done virtually. There wasn't a real big difference. Right. You know? So who knows what TSN's going to uncork next week. I think they're doing two rounds. Okay. Well, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what it looks like. But even for the NFL draft, come Saturday, it's... Slow. It's nauseatingly slow. And that's when they start bringing in Sean Payton from his kitchen. And, oh, by the way, uh, 234th overall, the Chiefs have taken Bob Smith. And, by the way, so, Sean, what'd you have for breakfast? You know what I mean? The, the picks become secondary to the entertainment side of That's it. That's right. A guy you most likely have never heard of and most likely never will hear of has <laughs> exactly. just been drafted. Uh, Allie Hicks writes in, Good morning, RP. Show from downtown Edmonton near Rogers Place. Yesterday, didn't get to watch the show live as I was getting x-rayed. Last night, Kevin and I watched and couldn't stop laughing when you said your John Chick Moose Jaw Sports Dinner story. We'd love to see video of that sports dinner. The looks on everyone's faces. Thanks for uh, always putting on a great show. Well, thank you, Allie, from watching in downtown Edmonton. You could fit John Chick's speech in an Instagram story video. (laughs) It was less than 15 seconds. I'm not even joking. And Pink's uh, says, by the way, great information. No, where's Pink's? Pink's is now on the pink drink. I didn't want to say it. But the pink drink guys wrote me this morning. They said, I haven't, I haven't had the courage to respond to them yet. They're like, how much weight are you down, Rod? Uh, pre-pizza or post-pizza? <laughs> exactly. Going into the weekend, I was down 16 pounds, but I've, I didn't want to tell you what I bumped back up. I said to uh, my wife, no more pizza for a while. She was yeah. good, good with that. Yeah. Sports update, a pair of power play goals powered the Edmonton Oilers to a 3-1 win over the host Winnipeg Jets Last night, the result extended Winnipeg's longest losing skid of the season to five games. Austin Matthews scored his NHL best 35th goal of the season as the visiting Maple Leafs defeated the Montreal Canadiens 4-1 to clinch a playoff spot. Looks like they'll play in the playoffs for the first time since 1979. Can you imagine? I know. I I can't believe it's been that long. If the Vancouver Canucks miss the Stanley Cup playoffs by just a handful of points, they're going to remember their just-completed four-game set with the Ottawa Senators. Brady Kachuk had a Gordie Howe hat-trick in the Senators' 6-3 win over the Canucks. Ottawa took three of four games off the Canucks this week. Um, It doesn't really matter because they're both going to miss the playoffs. They needed to win against playoff teams. In the queue, you Eastern Canadians, listen up. Jacob Hudson tied the game at 1821 of the third period before setting up Connor Richard's winner 16 seconds later as the Moncton Wildcats beat the Acadie Bathurst Teton 5-3 in the 2021 President's Cup Series. The President's Cup Series is a nine-game round-robin tournament featuring the St. John Sea Dogs, Teton, and Wildcats, replacing the usual Quebec Major Junior League playoff format for New Brunswick clubs. Winner will face the Charlottetown Islanders. How about that? It's cool. Antonin Vero and Mathieu Bizier had a goal and an assist each as Gatineau downed Blenville Bois Brant 6 3 in game one of their best of five first round series. Can someone please tell me how to say Blenville Bois Brant? I think that was better. That was, that was better than second. It's like that defenseman for the Saskatoon Blades, Dylan Della Gorgiandere. 
You're really good. You came a long way. Like, they're, they're, what is the actual pronunciation? Of Della Gorjandier. That's all. <laughs> My you, God. You, you had it, though. And when you were talking about in our last broadcast, the only other name I could think of for cool names would have been uh, Basharov, Pavel Basharov, the Canadian kid on the blades. He's from Encino, California. Or sorry, the North American kid. Yeah, not from Russia. Yeah. That was the point. Uh, the public address announcer in the Dub Hub the other night said, Rod, what's the best name of all the seven teams? I said, Jackson Leopard. That's just got junior hockey written all over it. Number 10 for the Winnipeg Ice, Jackson Leopard. Yeah. Somebody said I, Ozzy Weisblatt. Yeah. Ozzy Weisblatt. Anyways, Thomas Sigoing kicked out 41 shots as Quebec topped the Voltageur 4 2 to go up 2 0 in their best of five first round set. And Nathan Ouellette scored two power play goals, including one to put his team ahead for good at 13 42 of the third. And the Ramuski Oceanic. He raced a 3-1 deficit to beat the Cataract 4-3 to force a deciding Game 5 in their first-round series. Am I the only guy that wonders if the Shawinigan Cataract are named after an eye problem? You might be. What's a cataract? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. What else would it be? Can somebody help us out with that? <laughs> Stephen Matz gave up six runs and eight hits over three and two-thirds innings as the Blue Jays fell 8-2 to Washington. Matz is now 1-8 career against the Nationals. Uh, George Springer was 0-4 in his Blue Jays debut. This sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. We're going to take a break. I think we can do that, right, guys? Yeah. And when we come back, load up the Prairie Mobile text line, please. Wherever you're watching from across this great continent, 306-840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Tell Mobility dealer. We'll go to the Facebook and YouTube feeds as well and Twitter for viewer takeover. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports talk streaming at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Producer Clark tells me we got six minutes for this segment. That's a long time in television terms. It's great. Uh, interesting talk here. And by the way, you're welcome for all the Canadian junior hockey talk. We're bringing this country together coast to coast. And do you see someone named Sleepy Quick on Twitter? I wish they'd use their real names. But anyways, on Twitter, writes that and says, I'm watching from Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia, and I'm wondering why nobody is giving the Penguins a chance. And look what they're doing without Malkin. Just started watching the show, and it's great. Thank you, Sleepy Quick, <laughs> if that is your real name. I assume you're watching on Game Plus television out there, which is carried on the East Link cable carrier. Look, I get you want to beat your chest for your team, and it's all great, but if I was the Penguins, I would be more than happy to just slide in under the radar and not have anybody talking about us. Because let's remember, what did we say? We tweeted a few weeks ago, who would win a playoff series? That was our poll question. Between the Leafs and the Orders, what did everybody in Winnipeg say? What about us? What about us? What about the Jets? Well, what about the Jets? They're losers of five in a row. So if I was, I was the Penguins, I would say I'm very happy nobody's talking about us. Yeah. 
That's my thought on that. Under the radar, and you know what? We know we're good. Yeah. We know where we are. We don't need anybody else. We'll be okay. We don't need anybody else to say it. Right. Uh, We were wondering what is the Schoenigan Cataract, which I know is a fantastic franchise that won the Memorial Cup not that long ago. So from intern Rachel, who's watching in downtown Toronto, she said, from Wikipedia, cataracts is the plural form of cataract, which in English means a powerful waterfall. The team is named after the Shawinigan Falls, the major waterfalls in the city of Shawinigan. Rick Regan? How about that? <clears throat> Nelson Hakowicz, our VP of Sim Events, Says the exact same thing. Wrote in the exact same thing. Nelson says what it does not explain is why their logo is a tribal chief. Probably because they were the indigenous population of the region. I'm no Wikipedia myself. But it's pretty cool. Really cool. Really cool. Uh, By the way, Darren has stumbled upon something. A couple of things, actually. Yep. He did a Google search on Max Paddock. Maximilian Paddock the nephew of uh, NHL vet John Paddock, the goaltender of the Prince Albert Raiders, and you stumbled upon something here. Tell the world. I Yeah, a quick Google search of the name Max Paddock brings up the very first search result, a story on Max's shutter over the blades from the 23rd of April this year from tsn.ca. TSN now trying to lead the way in junior hockey coverage. And we heard the rumors, you know, in the last couple of weeks that TSN may be making a big bid to take over, you know, CHL hockey broadcast rights from Sportsnet. Now, without the NHL rights for a few more years, they might go deep on junior hockey, which I think would be great for all of us. TSN jumping back into the junior game, y'all. Mm-hmm. That's what Moose is pointing out. And we got five channels I don't even know who's got the junior hockey contract right now, but I do know this. Saturday night, well, Saturday late afternoon last weekend, it's 5 p.m., and I'm like, why is there Bundesliga soccer on my screen when we got junior hockey being played across the land? But whatever. Mm -hmm. Interesting, we call this viewer takeover for a reason. Uh, Jeff in Winnipeg. Jeff Camillo says, Jets losers of five in a row, last three games, three goals, crawls into the fetal position under desk. Come on, you guys. Viewer Tacona Pauli says, if I'm correct, the Orders and Leafs also had five-game losing streaks this year. I'm very disappointed in Winnipeg. I, are you revealing yourself as when the going gets tough, you throw in the towel? Like I, I, by the way, did you watch Connor Hellebuck's news conference last night? Well, he was, yeah, he was angry. He was mad. But why do they call him Hella? If he was my goalie, I'd call him Bucky. Doesn't yeah. Bucky seem like a very natural nickname for a guy by the name of Connor Hellebuck? Anyways, the question from our good friend Jeff Hamilton was, what makes you think you can beat the orders in the playoffs? Win four off these guys in the playoffs. And Connor Hellebuck said... Well, the playoffs are a different animal. You know that. You've seen them. And it's true. So I guess the people that are crawling under their desk and crying that are Jets fans, that's not happening in the Winnipeg dressing room, clearly, because it is a new season. The question is, can they flip a switch and change their game? 
But if they have Nikolai Ehlers back, if they get Adam Lowry back, but they, 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 their confidence is gone. I don't know what it's, it's the hardest thing to get. If you could get it easily, it'd be the hottest thing in the market. Yeah. And the Jets' confidence is gone. It I'm, is. I, I'm not saying Winnipeg, I mean, you know hockey, you know, you know it as well as anybody, but to give up with two weeks to go in the regular season, no. I don't understand why you would do that. Anyways, next hour, we will be joined by John Murphy of the Toronto Argonauts, their VP of Player Development. We'll be previewing the NFL Draft, touch a little CFL, and more of this hockey talk. Stick around, everybody, after this break, coming up on Game Plus TV Network. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.